0: This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, ladies. Recently, I was at a China painting seminar, and the teacher was telling us a little bit of information that she had received while visiting Paris, France. I wasn't really sure if I was believing it or if it was a joke. So I went and checked it out. And history does tell us that on Sunday, December 2nd, 1804, it was quite a day for Napoleon Bonaparte. He was crowned Napoleon I in Notre Dame Cathedral, the first Frenchman to hold the title of Emperor in a thousand years. Previously, it was customary for the Pope to perform the ceremony. However, this time, French Pope Pius VII handed Napoleon the crown that the 35-year-old conqueror of Europe placed upon his own head. Yes, Napoleon crowned himself emperor, and then he crowned his wife Josephine. According to these historical records, the reason given for this personal and unusual crowning of an emperor was because Napoleon wanted to establish the legitimacy of his imperial reign with its new dynasty and new nobility. Again, like I said, at first I thought she was teasing or maybe it was some kind of political joke or something. She took off of a meme on Facebook or something. But after looking into it, it proved she was correct. And she'd heard it from her tour guide while visiting the the Louvre there in Paris. So apparently there's this huge, large picture there that actually depicts this very event. While all of this seems kind of silly or insignificant to most of us, there's some things that I actually gleaned from this act of blatant pride and arrogance. God has always made it abundantly plain that He alone deserves glory. All that we are and ever will be is because He has allowed it. That's why our Lord Jesus and every biblical writer of both the Old and New Testament has continually emphasized the importance of humility. Proverbs eight fifteen through 16 said, By me kings reign, and the princes decree justice. By me princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. We would do well to remember this in our day. Our Heavenly Father is ever in control. His will will be done in His time. Our job is to remember His words, His commandments, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy, and the evil way and the froward mouth do I hate, Proverbs 8:13? I'm afraid that too often we forget that God has given us work to do, so much work that we will never be without that work. That work is in His kingdom, in bringing others to His truth, His gospel. It is work that will be with us until we either leave this earth or His Son returns to take us home to glory. There is no room for pride and or arrogance in his kingdom. Humility is the design and the dress for the child of God. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth resisteth the proud, and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. 1 Peter 5, 5-6. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Thorns and snares are in the way of the froward. He that doth keep his soul shall be far from them. Proverbs 22, 4-5. Sadly, there are those who do not even realize that they're found lacking in humility. Now, all of us will no doubt exhibit a lack of humility in some point of our lives, but God knew this, and made provisions for us. We can readily see this as we look at James 4, 5-10. through 10. Do ye think that the scripture saith in vain, The spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace to the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. It is a worldly nature that gives in to envy, that resorts to pride. But notice, grace is received by those who are humble those who submit to God's will and resist the devil. The closer we draw to God by study and prayer, the further away the devil is. A continual application of waiting upon the Lord will resort in keeping the devil and his helpers at bay. While pride may rear its ugly head and arrogance may get the best of us from time to time, we must understand that they must be repented of and cannot make their abode with us if we are to remain a child of God. Remember our beginning story of Napoleon? Well, we should well remember that simply because we crown ourselves with glory does not make us truly glorious. The only crown we need to think about, strive for, cannot be placed upon our head, by self, or any other. That crown is reserved for the Lord to bestow upon His faithful children when they have kept the faith and submitted to His will. Those who have heard His word and believed it, Acts four. 4. Those who've repented of their sins, Luke thirteen three, and confess the name of our Lord, Acts eight thirty seven, and finally then are baptized, immersed in water for the remission of their sins, Acts two thirty eight. That's what makes us a Christian, a child of God. And when we remain faithful to God, there is a crown that awaits each of us. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. 1 Peter 5 4. When we can say as the Apostle Paul did in 2 Timothy 4 7 through 8, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them that love is appearing. You can know, ladies, that your crown is waiting to be placed upon your head by the one who created. Maintains and rules the universe, not by some man or by self appointment. God has called us to glory through His gospel. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto His eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered for a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. First Peter five ten. May we always remember to humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord, as we are commanded. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. 1 Corinthians 6.20 I thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.